Hello, this is Will. We offer these podcasts freely, and your support really makes a difference. To make a donation, please visit willtaylor.com. You're listening to Where There's a Will podcast. My name is Will Taylor. I'm a violinist and composer out of Austin, Texas, and I'm going to take you for a ride along with my life, things I'm learning, people I'm meeting, the excitement of an artist's life. Come along for the journey. It starts now. everyone it's will and welcome to my podcast where there's a will if you haven't checked out the podcast go to uh, you can go to google or you can go to anchor.fm slash where there's a will i haven't been on here in a while and i posted a meme that basically said one day you're gonna wake up and there won't be any time left to do what you've always wanted to do. And so many people have responded to that. I mean, it's something like 500 people have responded to that meme. And the topic today is one day you will wake up and there will not be any time left to do the things you have always wanted to do. And I got a lot of response to this quote. Thank you guys for responding. Somebody wrote in there, I've always wanted to be a jazz singer. And I I hear these comments a lot. People come up to me, I always wanted to play the violin, but I don't have any talent. Oh, I'm not talented. Oh, I'm etc, etc, etc. So I have a couple responses to these things that people say when they come up to me. One is... I've had this kind of knee-jerk response of, well, if you if it's something you really wanted to do, you would have you would have taken this step by now. If it's something you if it's really in your heart to achieve. Now I understand that might sound kind of harsh. So I, I, I say that lightly, okay? I say that lightly because here's what I think. I think in this culture, we're in our Western culture. In this Western culture, there's so much of a focus on finding one thing where I think life is just about experiences and the journey and meeting people along the way and being a part of a community. I've always felt, in my case, that I love doing multiple things. Like today, I was thinking, I really want to do comedy improv. And sometimes I just do a version of comedy improv when I'm out on my walks, strings in the woods, when I'm interacting with people. And that, that involves sort of reacting and creating in the moment, whatever's coming at me. The phrase is always yes and. It's not no to an experience, it's yes and. And, and seeing what material I can get from the world around me. And theater people know this. So when I was thinking about, I always wanted to do comedy improv, there's that little bit of fear inside of me. Oh, I'll look stupid doing it. Oh, it's something that I'm not good at. And I think this is where we get into trouble. People listen to that inner ego voice that wants to protect them, and they never make a step to just try something. Because so what 
if you're not good at it. That's not the point. The point isn't to do something and and be good at it. And the point is to be vulnerable and put yourself out there and interact. And maybe along the way of trying a multitude of different things, different careers, different activities, different hobbies, you'll one might stand out for you that feels really strong to your heart. You may not even be good at it in the beginning. It was this whole thing about natural talent. There's no such thing, I, I believe. What there is, is there's natural love, natural passion. And I believe that passion is where the talent lies. As a matter of fact, Itzhak Perlman said in one of his interviews, when he was asked about talent, he said the talent to him is in the ear of the musician how great their ear is and what does that mean how they listen i think is what he said their ability to listen and i believe that because if you can't hear what you want to play if you can't hear in your mind in your heart how are you going to create it so back to my concept of uh talking about this meme you're going to wake up one day and there isn't going to be any time left to do the things that you want to do or the things that you think you want to do. So maybe you think you want to do a lot of these things, like play the violin. And what you need to do is you need to just go ahead and do it and commit to it for a month just to find out if you have any passion, not to find out if you're good at it or you're talented at it. You need to find out if, oh, do I really enjoy this thing? See, I've had the thought many times that... Maybe I just need to let go of music. What's the big deal? We're so hyper-focused on one thing. Because through my experimenting in other activities, like taking people on nature walks, about talking to them about history, I've found that I'm actually good at other things besides music. Yes, I found that I'm good at other things besides music. Like this, like making a podcast. People have said, said I have a great radio voice. I'm good at bringing people together. I'm good at talking in front of a group with passion about something that I love. I've attached all these other things onto the musical experience. I've created a new uh, project called The Living Score, which stitches together poetry, letters, music, and I have the ability to sort of see the big picture and tie all these things together. Now, that doesn't have anything to do with playing an instrument. Now, it does involve my love of music and my love of the history and the stories behind the pieces of music that are, that are created. And don't get me wrong, I still love music. So what I am encouraging you to do, and those of you that responded to this meme, for, you just, for those of you that just joined in, the meme was, one day you're going to wake up and you're not going to have any time left to do the things that you've always wanted to do, to do the things that you've said that you've wanted to do, but maybe you didn't because you didn't think you were talented, because there wasn't enough time, because there were other things in the way. I feel like I want to print that out and put it in key places because it really is about reorienting your state of mind and making that a practice. Don't you want to be fully in in life don't you want to be fully in in life you know maybe your thing that brings you love and passion is connecting with people i was thinking about this i thought the other day 
Maybe I should take a part-time job at a cafe. And not for the money, but because I want to be a part of a team of people. Because I want to get that regular interaction with a team of people on a daily basis that I so solely miss right now in my life. Imagine coming to work every day. Hey, Stephanie, so great to see you. What's going on? XX. How much like joy that would bring to my nervous system. And then I could do all my other things that make money on the outside of that part-time job. So maybe for some of you, you know, being the greeter at Walmart is, is your passion. I don't know. Reading stories. I had a friend that I met with yesterday and she said she read stories all across New Mexico many, many years ago when we'd be hired by libraries and, and she was talking about it with such longing and saying that they don't really have that anymore, that, that network where you can have a booking agent that will book you to, to do storytelling. So once again, let me recap. One day you're going to wake up and you won't have any time left to do the things that you've always wanted to do, that you thought in your heart, oh, someday I'm going to do that. So what do you do? You need to try those things. You need to print that out and put it in your bathroom, by your toothbrush, put it in, on your car, maybe somewhere where you see it every day so that you see that every day. And you need to just go out and do it. It doesn't matter if you're good at it. It doesn't matter if you're talented. It doesn't matter. Just do it. So the person that commented on that meme said, I've always wanted to, to be a jazz vocalist. But then she said, but I don't know if my voice is stylistically correct for that. Who cares? Maybe you sing in a way that nobody has ever heard before and you're going to sing the jazz standards in this new way. But again, that I'm 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 focusing on the the our, our culture's fixation with being authentic. Don't even care about that. Don't even make the effort about being authentic. Make it being about being authentic to yourself and enjoying the experience. So I've always wanted to do comedy improv and I haven't done it because I have been afraid about of looking stupid. I've never gone to one of those classes where you pay to do it. Now I found myself in situations where I've done comedy improv and I've noticed, I was like, wow, you were kind of doing a similar, like what they might do in comedy improv, Will. So why don't you go do that? So I'm calling myself out right now as much as I am calling you out. And maybe this podcast will be the reason I mean, just try a hundred things in a year. Just keep trying things. Don't, don't just say, oh, I just do one thing well. Think about Benjamin Franklin. Think about FDR. Think about um, Leonard Bernstein, who was a conductor. He was a lecturer. He uh, introduced people to music. Um, he wrote music. He wrote musicals. He went outside of the classical uh sort of inner circle of classical musicians to be, he played jazz. He appreciated folk music. I mean, he had um, this uh, folk musician on his program, whose name I'm forgetting. Who, know, who knows what that is? Janice Ian was on Leonard Bernstein's program. Be true to yourself. And being true to yourself means living, living the, the experience of ex the living the life of experiences and having fun with it and not worrying about whether you're good or not. So I'm talking about as much to myself than I am to you. Go try to be a jazz vocalist. Just do it. And then guess what? If you find out that you, that maybe it's not as 
exciting or you're not feeling that passion, big deal. Move on to the next thing. There are thousands of activities that you could try and it doesn't reflect on you. It just means I tried that. Now let's try something new. So some of you have been waiting decades to try the thing that you've always wanted to try. And when you try it, maybe you're not going to like it. Maybe you are going to like it. Maybe it'll take a month for you to really decide whether you like it or not, or whether it's something passionate. I mean, I haven't for decades, I wouldn't say decades, I would say for at least five years, I've wanted to do comedy improv, but I didn't want to look stupid in front of others because, you know, I want to do the things where I don't look stupid. So I've been doing music. Now, granted, gradually this new passion of mine, which is speaking before others, I had a lot of anxiety about it, but I, I, what I did was I took baby steps and you'll see a meme about baby steps. I think in the next few days coming up, but anyway, I took these baby steps where I got to push into the fear and guess what? Through the reps, repping it over a hundred times in 2021, I went out by myself and would talk to groups of people on a nature walk. I found that I really love it. And that fear is completely gone. There's no fear anymore. I just did this new project called The Living Score in a church, in a beautiful performance situation that would normally cause a lot of nerves for me. And I just kept remembering up to that experience, up to that performance. Will, you've already done hundreds of these in front of people. You've had the nerves and you showed up and did it anyway and you enjoyed it and you made a difference in people's lives. You can do this in a theatrical situation and rock it and have fun with it. And you know what? I did. And people loved it. People loved it. The living score. We're doing it again on November 4th. Will the nerves ever go away? No, they won't. But I have tools where I can metabolize the, the nerves, where I can harness the nerves and use it as a way of channeling energy into the performance. And that's what people want. They don't want a robot to get up there. They want somebody to get up there that's present and being in the moment. How many times, oh gosh, this is a great example. Have you seen a performance where you can tell maybe the performer's a little shy or a little, is having a real experience on the stage and you've loved that because it makes you feel closer to that performer. Well, I'm gonna tell you a story. I was just walking through HEB and I got my cacao when there was a song called You Are the Best Thing. How many of those, how many, let's do this again. How many of you know the song You Are the Best Thing? Who is that by? Ray LaMontagne, Ray LaMontagne. Insert You Are the Best Thing right here. I got to see him perform for a very small audience for a radio station called KGSR in Austin, Texas. This was in about 2001, and he was really popular at the time. He was probably in his late 20s, early 30s, and so it was for an audience, probably about 30 people in a room, and when he came in, he was real shy, and he said, okay, guys, <clears throat> give me a second here. I need to, I need to get it together, you know? Uh, you know, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to channel. Basically, he was, you know, who knows? It could have been an act that he had been doing, but I believed him. And there was that vulnerability that 
we all felt in the room. Maybe he felt more nervous playing for a small crowd, as a lot of people do. <clears throat> Jeff Beck said, said this. Easier to play for a stadium where the people are far away and you can't see them than for a group of musicians, not musicians, than for a small group, say like Ronnie Scott's where he did a performance and people are right there in your face and you're so confronted with the people. It's so vulnerable. So this is what Ray LaMontagne, I believe, was talking about. So he did it anyway, but he said, can you give me a minute? I need to get it together. I need to close my eyes. I need to pull in the song. And he performed You Are the Best Thing. It was just him and a, and a bass player. And then later that night, I got to see him at Austin City Limits with the bass player. It was just him and a bass player, no full band. Open up for another performer for Austin City Limits at the old Austin City Limits studio. So that was about 2001, 2003. Okay, so I'll wrap it up. Thanks for... Joining me for Where There's a Will podcast, where you can listen to the rest of my episodes at anchor.com, sorry, anchor.fm slash where there's a will. And please click the bell, follow, listen to my other episodes, share this podcast, and make a comment below. All of that helps get the podcast out there to the rest of the world. We also have a feature where you can leave a message, and I'd love to play your voice messages. If this message has made a difference in your life, I want to know. Please leave me a message, and I want to share it with the rest of the world. I love you guys so much. Wherever you are, remember, there are choices you can make, and you don't have to just choose one thing and put decades thinking about it. And then when you finally do it, let's say... you. You, you, you go, wow, singing jazz really isn't that amazing. And then you go, big deal. And look on, look, and then look again into something else and keep trying and trying until you find that thing that lights your spirit up. Find that thing that lights your spirit up for yourself and others will see that light and you'll, you'll have less suffering. And it's something that you can have as a compass. My first podcast is about this. Everything you love will be taken away. So you might as well enjoy life right now. If you're here, find that thing that lights you up, that lights others up. Whether it's standing at Walmart and greeting people, it's just as valuable. Or standing on a stage, singing your heart out. Just keep trying things. Maybe it'll take you two decades to find that thing. Who knows? You'll have fun along the way. Maybe that thing is just trying the things, the journey. And I'm kind of back into that. I'm excited about traveling and meeting people, trying different kinds of music. I still want to play in a bluegrass band. I love bluegrass music, but it's not naturally a kind of music that I play. Okay, I, I ramble. Please let me know your comments below. Let me know if this made a difference in your life. If you care, you will make a difference. If you care. I don't know if if it's if you care, you will make a difference. I guess if you care, the probability is, is that you're going to take the action to make a difference. First for yourself, and then as a byproduct, you might make a difference with others. Because a lot of people can care in the privacy of their own hearts and just sit and watch a television show or sit and play a piano. So they can care, because caring is a feeling, right? 
or is caring in action? My partner of many years used to say, love is a verb. So the question is, if you care, I think a lot of us think of caring as a feeling, right? That leads to action, that leads to love. Caring leads to love. Love is a verb. So, and I think that can follow without even thinking about it. And maybe, maybe caring leads to passion. I think passion has a lot of, pa- of action attached to it. I think ultimately humans, not only do I think, but I know, we are social animals. We are not wired to be alone. We are not wired to be monks in the mountains. We are wired to feel and then act upon that in relation to our fellow humans, whether it's helping another human, whether it's inspiring another human, which is the same as help, right? Or helping ourselves. We gotta put the oxygen mask on first, right? We help ourselves, we we apply a little self-care. But then beyond that, once we can serve ourselves, then we have something available for others, right? Take care, have a great day. Do something that scares you every day. That relates back to the topic of this podcast. Do something that scares you every day because you may not know if this is the last day that you have to do the thing you've always wanted to do. Hey folks, this is Will. Thanks for listening. If you want to hear the songs that relate to this podcast episode, go to the Spotify version of the podcast and you can listen to all the songs. Thanks again. You've been listening to Where There's a Will podcast from Austin, Texas. You can listen and explore all my music on all platforms by searching for Will Taylor and Strings Attached. Get email updates by signing up at stringsattachedmusic.net. Send me email at will at willtaylor.com or send a text to me at 512-379-5934. If you'd like to send me a voice message to be used on the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash where there's a will and look at the bottom for a message button just below the podcast description. Here are the biggest ways you can make an impact. And by the way, all of this will be in the podcast description. If you don't have a pen by you, all of these links. So here are the biggest ways you can make an impact with our music and this podcast. One, you can buy a ticket to any of our events, The Living Score, Strings in the Woods, or other concerts by going to austin.stringsinthewoods.com or santafe.stringsinthewoods.com. You can commission a musical vignette or custom song for someone you know. We love doing that, writing original pieces of music for family members and people that you care about. You can support the work as a patron by going to patreon.com slash Will Taylor. Host a strings attached house concert. We do duos up to a full five piece band. Can be a classical concert with two musicians, the Beatles, Paul Simon, Joni Mitchell tribute. The ideas are endless. You can read more about that at stringsatyourhome.com. Or you can make a one-time donation with Venmo, strings attached. That's with no spaces, straight through, strings attached. Or PayPal, 
improv.will at gmail.com or you can send us snail mail at will taylor 9300 south ih35 suite a500 austin texas 78748 if you're interested in our acoustic music with nature walks in and around austin and santa fe go to stringsinthewoods.com get updates about that at join.stringsinthewoods.com to get updates just about my music only you could go to stringsattachedmusic.net you can see our community outreach at willhelps.com or make a tax-deductible donation to the work of Strings Attached Cares at stringsattachedcares.org. Until next time, this is Will Taylor. Thanks for listening, and keep up the good work. Make a difference in your world today.